0: Hey guys, before we get stuck into today's episode, I want to thank the sponsor of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast and that is Unify Health Supplements. Unify have the most premium, high-quality science-backed products on the market in Australia today and you guys can use the code TFLP to save 10% off your next order at unifyactive.com. Unify has a range of products including whey protein isolate, plant-based protein, a pre-workout creatine monohydrate And their best selling product, the hydration formula. So, again, use that code TFLP to save 10% at unifyactive.com. Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Kennedy, and I'm here to help you become the very best version of yourself. What is up, guys? Uh, welcome to episode 400 of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. Um, pretty, pretty big milestone, I guess. It's been, uh, it's been a very interesting and um, an enjoyable journey. Uh, I'm joined today by Kane, um, Kane Gleason, who produces the show. Uh, those who tune into the podcast um, frequently, you would have heard uh, my episode with Kane a few weeks back, which we got really good feedback from. Um, so I wanted Kane in on this episode today so we could just have a bit of a bit of a chat, a um, bit of banter in this episode and um, I guess go over a bit of the journey of the 400 episodes so far. Obviously we'll still try and provide some value as well but um, yeah, a little bit of a different style episode um, today but before we get stuck in, um, I really did just want to say thank you to each and every single person who has tuned into the show. I don't want to spend too much time um, getting all... Uh, what are you talking like Nostalgic? Yeah, that'll do. That's that's the word. As anyone that listens would know, I'm shocking. <laughs> actually, thinking of words, but um, yeah, I just wanted to say thank you to everyone who who has tuned into the episodes over the 400 so far. Because as you would have heard me talk about on on the podcast um, probably many times, the first you know probably 12 to 24 months was very slow with the with the podcast. Um, I kind of pride myself on having put out at least one episode a week every week since I first started the show and. You know, I really think that consistency is um, has is what has built the, the show to where it is today, to the point where we're getting really good downloads and um, got a really uh, incredible audience, and we get great feedback on the episodes, and and um, obviously being able to get some extremely valuable guests on the show, and just build some really cool relationships and and network with people that I probably wouldn't have had the opportunity to otherwise. Um, you know, even things like the relationship I built with Kane and and his team and and anyone who's had anything to do with the show. So. Yeah, before we get stuck in, thank you to everyone who has tuned in. Um, appreciate the fact that people have shared episodes, told their friends about it, family members, whatever it may be. Um, all the support does help um, a lot. Those who have left reviews and ratings and stuff on the show as well. Um, again, just a, a big thank you and hope you guys enjoy this episode and um, the next 400 to come and and beyond. So, Kane, welcome to the show, brother.
1: Congratulations, mate. Thank 400 you. of anything is... Um, thank you, mate. Is a is a massive achievement, and it's a testament to your consistency. As you said, the first little while is always pretty tough, but you've um, yeah. you've built a, a fantastic platform, and um, you know you've helped a lot of people. And um, I know you don't want to spend too much time on it today, but <laughs> I thought we'd uh, we'd reminisce a little bit uh, because 400 episodes doesn't come around very often. Uh, before we do, how's your week been? I haven't seen you for a while.
0: Yeah, mate, it's been good. Same same as most weeks, to be honest. Just um just yeah, plenty of, uh, of client work face-to-face, which is what I, I, I genuinely enjoy. A lot of work on the app online um, and then just planning, I guess, for these podcasts. Um, for anyone that's listening to this episode, um, we've got a, got a few episodes that we're recording this morning, um, which you guys will you'll hear over the coming weeks um, as well. So yeah, just been planning for this, mate, and, and just going about business as usual. How about yourself? You just got back from a little bit of time away.
1: Yeah, a little bit, a little bit browner. Spent some time in the sun in the Whit Sundays with my partner. We haven't, we haven't really had jumpers even brown. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Hoping to get this brown at some (laughs) stage. I I do love the sun. Um, Yes, this is probably our first big trip away in about eighteen months. Um, Just been slowly growing uh, our agency and. it does take its toll, so it's, it's good to get away and, mm. and make sure that you're um, feeling refreshed. And, and we've certainly felt that this morning just over breakfast, just talking about all the things that we want to get into, all the yeah. avenues and stuff that we want to explore and some left-field stuff that we can look at. Um, it's super important, isn't it? I yeah, think that's, um, it. I,
0: that's something I didn't I didn't do well previously In, in, in um, at the start of my time within the industry anyways. I found it pretty similar to my my habits that I had with training for sport and stuff like that. It was just all or nothing. Go, 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 go. Don't have a rest. If you have a rest, you feel like you're being lazy or you feel like you're going to go backwards. But I think particularly in business, like you've just said, that, that time to refresh, um, I, I find anyway that like smaller ones – like smaller breaks more frequently um, are really good. Obviously, like a longer break on a holiday is awesome. But even having like two or three days here and there where you either go away or just shut off from all social media and and not do anything business related, similar to training when you have like a a training deload, you have that week where you feel like you're being lazy or you feel like you should be doing more and you feel like you're going to lose progress. But the week you come back, mentally and physically, you're
1: kind of on fire and ready to go. Uh, Absolutely. I think especially young people in business who think that they're sort of they've heard it before and and they don't necessarily listen till it happens to them you know that and the i'm not a huge fan of the the hustle culture and the Mm. always grinding stuff i think it's a little bit silly and it hasn't proved any longevity yet in the people that do it i'm a huge there's there's elements that you can take out of it for sure but i think um Having Listening to your body and, and understanding that and it's like, okay, mm. I'm very fatigued I'm not making good decisions um, Mistakes are great But if you're making too many of them in a row That's the, the time to have a rest And, and yeah. a think about what you're doing uh, Who is it? I think it might have been
0: I'm not 100% sure who I heard it from It was maybe Tony Robbins or Dean Graziosi Or even Brendan Bashad or someone I can't remember But um, they talk about seasons mm. You yeah. know, like similar to an athlete yeah. Within business, there's seasons where you are kind of hustling and you're almost pushing yourself past the threshold of where you probably should be. Mm-hmm. But knowing very well that that's only for a certain block and then afterwards you have your, your season where you back things off a little bit and, and that's how it kind of flows because, as you know, and I used to, as I said, I used to kind of be of the mindset that just more is better. Yeah. I have to work harder than everyone else. As mm-hmm. soon as I take my foot off the pedal, I'm going to lose progress and go backwards. But it's really been since I've changed my mindset to... Going like almost fe- feeling like I need to be so focusing more so on productivity than being busy. Yeah. Instead of being you know anyone can be busy being busy, yeah. but it doesn't mean you're getting anything done. So really allowing for and that comes with time management, I guess. But having time blocks or weeks, days where you do go as hard as possible, but then you pull back and, and give yourself that time to refresh. Because no one you think of an Olympic athlete, they yeah. don't. They're not. At, they're not peaking every single day of every single year. They peak for their certain period of time where they need to for competition, and then they back right off.
1: Yeah, and you and I are both pretty big combat sports fans, and, and yep. there's no better example of it than that. Like you, mm-hmm. you see people who are, um, you know, ready to ready to go on one certain time. Mm-hmm. Um, they understand that afterwards, there's an element of rest, there's an element of recovery and, and enjoyment. And Paddy then, Pimlet. exactly Just blow like out, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Him and Paulo Costa, like they love the fact that you know after this really strict time they can go and enjoy themselves yeah. and I don't know that he's going to be at 145 for too much longer if he keeps doing that. Yeah, <laughs> um, But that's it like and I've been fortunate to obviously
0: we'll discuss some of this stuff today on the podcast but whether it's podcast guests or clients that I've been fortunate to work with that are in the corporate space or just any industry that do extremely well, or every single one of them that is at or kind of like the latest stage of their life or they have they've been at the top already or that they've achieved all the stuff they wanted to achieve all say the same thing like then they never, that their only regret is that they didn't spend more time, you know, building relationships or yep. more time um, with their family and friends or more time away from work. Like you don't hear anyone get to the end of their life or the end of their career and go, well, mostly anyway." anyone who does well. You don't really hear people go, fuck, I wish I had I've just worked more mm. and spent less time with people that I care about. Or you need to be able to, you know, enjoy the fruits of your labour and, and put in the work and, and actually spend time, enjoying it otherwise what's the point of just pushing non-stop to for what
1: yeah why do it all yeah what's it for yeah yeah it's a um it's a, it, you see it so much in people just learning how to balance and i think it's always like uh, you know your life state the stages in your life change and, and the balance will change and myself and my partner have always spoken about like well we don't have any kids we really have no commitments mm. now's the time to yeah to really have a dip and uh, that dip led us to being a little bit tired and we thought, oh, fuck, we probably need to have a bit of a break. And I, I, I haven't felt as good as I feel today in quite a while. Awesome. So, yeah, anyone who's contemplating if they're a little bit tired in business and need to have a break or a little bit tired in anything, have a break, get away, mm. come back refreshed.
0: Yeah, it's not soft. No. That's what I used to kind of – that was the problem I had. That was my roadblock is I thought, well, if I take a break or if I take my foot off the pedal, then – kind of weak or soft on yeah. my behalf because you know those that are pushing harder are, are going to be kind of surpassing and it's not about not comparing yourself yeah. to other people but it was more more so my mindset knowing that if i could be doing more that i should be but my quality of work or my quality of training is shit if i'm burnt out yeah compared to, so so it's a waste like I'm, I'm not doing myself any favors anyway by continuing to push when you're already past that threshold but yeah yeah
1: it's not good anyway. for relationships not good with anything no this episode isn't about <laughs> anyone else it's about you mate um, I have Makes come. me uncomfortable
0: Really? Yeah. Do you not like talking about yourself or Well it's weird because someone will listen to this And be like well you've got your own fucking podcast And you post shit online every single day So you can't not like it that much But it, to be perfectly honest Like I genuinely more so enjoy like It's a little bit selfish But I'm more so like Getting the value <laughs> and information from other people And obviously like the, thing I, the only thing I enjoy sharing about myself Is my experiences to then Hopefully, help other people, or, or at least shed some light on on kind of how I am got to where I am now, or where I want to go, or how people can avoid some of the fuck ups that I've made, or whatever. But yeah, it's not I'm not too uncomfortable, but
1: yeah, i yeah, it's perfect. I've I've kept uh, I've kept it experience based on this one. So <laughs> good. Um, uh, t- early 2016, mm-hmm. by my calculations, you started uh, the fitness and lifestyle podcast.
0: Yeah, it's actually funny. Someone this morning shared a. Uh, on their Instagram story shared one of my episodes that they just listened to from like year one. Oh wow. And it had like the old cover art. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen it in my story. I have to show you um after the episode. But I initially got my cover art done by this guy who created my first business logo and it's um because I was obviously a big basketball fan so the the cover art is like if anyone who hasn't seen it it's like a hardwood basketball court oh, really? it's like a little animation of a guy in a suit I think like flexing or holding a dumbbell. It's actually pretty cool, but grew out of that one. Yeah. But yeah, it was
1: interesting. You need a uh, a merch line with like a hardwood classics version. Yeah. With <laughs> <one>. <laughs> need a little bobblehead or something <laughs> on a basketball court. Oh, that's awesome. And it's always good to look back. And I don't yeah. think like, you always look back with fondness on your previous work and stuff like that. So it's good to, that you can look at it and go, like, oh, that's nice. And I'm glad I've grown from that. Yeah. Um, definitely. So from early 2016, you started this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just wanted to give you. Uh, for context, things that were happening since then. So, since you started this podcast, we've had four prime ministers in office. I probably can't name one of them. Yeah. I could name one. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is this is the best one. I think it's the, to show the most context. Bitcoin has risen from 534 Australian dollars to today it's sitting at around 30,000 Australian dollars for one Bitcoin. So, that's hectic, isn't it? I wish I had known about it when I started the podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's like episode one, and oh, I might buy a couple of Bitcoin.
0: (laughs) A couple of Bitcoin, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: This is not not such a good one. So the median uh, the median Melbourne house price has risen from seven hundred and forty thousand dollars to just shy of a million for a a house in Melbourne. That's hectic. Um so since since you started the Fitness and Lifestyle podcast, uh, a national Australians professional women's league has formed and is now thriving. Yes, We saw uh, no better testament of that than last night's game. Um, yeah, we've been pretty fortunate. We've had, uh, who have we had from the AFLW?
0: We've had Sabrina, um, Frederick, and then we've also had, um, of course, Katie Brennan. She's been on the show multiple times as well. So glad to see the, the league doing well.
1: What was the uh, what was the the hit song when you um uh, when you first started? i fucked if I know.
0: I've I've read your notes, so I know what you're about to say. <laughs> but I, I feel like you're alluding to the fact that I would have been pumping this tune back then. But uh,
1: I don't know. It's not a rap song, so I don't know if you would have had it on. But um, <laughs> uh, "Love Yourself" by Justin Bieber was on the top of the charts, which it's still number it one in your good. top twenty-five play isn't it, mate? It was on the car on the way. Here. <laughs> Um, and my personal favourite, HSPs rocketed to fame in 2016. <laughs> HSPs. Yeah. Oh, they would have kept... Uh, what do we put that down to? Um, I don't know. Social media. They're bloody good. They Blood- are good. Yeah. Uh, we have a... Around our office, we have one of the best HSP spots look like dog shit in a container yeah. when you buy it, but it tastes great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was late to the party, but I do love them. Make me hungry now. Yeah. So, yeah, just for a bit of context, that's, that's what was going that's on That's interesting. In the world are you uh does it make you feel old i was literally texting a mate this morning whose
0: birthday was yesterday which i forgot about so i messaged him this morning anyone who knows me knows that i've got a fucking horrible memory but um he actually said he's like fuck we're actually getting old it actually does feel like that i was talking to someone earlier this week about it as well like i was talking about how when i was in say like year seven or eight at school you would look at like year 12s and you'd be like, fuck, they're old ass. Mm. And then you look at 30 and that's like ancient. Yeah. You're like, you're your, your last done. You're on yeah. the downhill from there. And now I'm like nearly 30. And I feel exactly the same as what I did when I was in like year 12 or yeah. like a bit different, obviously, a lot more responsibility and, and all that type of stuff and a heap more experience. But um, it's weird. Like you, when you're younger, you look at that age at like 30 or even 40, and yeah. you feel like that's, that's kind of like you're getting towards the end. Yeah. But, you've, you've but I feel like I've just like barely even starting.
1: Yeah, but you've
0: achieved so much in your twenty nine years. It's been good. I'm very grateful for all the um, opportunities and, and stuff I've been able to do. But um, there's still lots of work to do, which is exciting though, because it is like you said. It's interesting that you know nearly twenty nine, nearly twenty nine, and. It's like when you. It's like anything. Unless you go back and reflect on how far you've come, it's again. I'll tie it back to health and fitness, which is why I get a lot of my clients to take like progress photos, even if it's for himself. Like when you're living, when you're in it, when you're like spending every day in it, and you're doing the work and you're pushing to the next goal. Which someone like you know, people like you, yourself, and I are very much hardwired like that. It's like always, what's next? What's next? What's next? Um, And very rarely do we actually reflect on what we've already done. So when I think back to know where I was say at the end of year twelve, I would never have picked that this is where I'd be right now. Yeah. But in saying that it still feels like I'm just starting or I've still got so much more to achieve. But yeah, it is it's been awesome, been been very enjoyable.
1: speaking, speaking of reflections, mm-hmm. um in your four hundred episodes, what's the best guest story that's come out of it? One that you're just like, oh I'm so glad they said that on my podcast
0: it was tough as you would know i usually wing it with podcasts right so when you sent through the notes i read through them and and i kind of like kept them kept them on the back of my mind so i had a rough idea of what i was going to say but this one even i've been thinking about it since you since you sent that to me um this morning and mate i still am not 100 percent sure i think there's been just so many like inspiring ones in particular um and the common theme is like people who have... And you see this with so many successful people or people that do well in life. It's like the, their biggest um, success or their, their biggest joy and, and their purpose has purely come from um, adversity. Yeah, There's been so many of those stories over the over the podcast where people have just faced adversity. And without it, it's very unlikely that I'd be as successful or happy or um, as fulfilled as what they are now. I mean... I don't know, I've used this example a lot of times, but um, I'll, I'll come, and this is not to say that, you know, I've, I haven't really had anything to do with it, but I just find it super, super inspiring. Um, India Vine, who I had on the show, right, first year I think it was, um, she'd never done a podcast before. I've talked about this before, but she'd never done a podcast before, um, and she came on my show, but she knew more about podcasting than what I did. Literally, yeah. like she'd, she'd researched that much, but just hadn't taken the leap yet to start her show. Yeah. And we recorded this episode and me, me knowing that it it's her first episode, I didn't, you know, my expectation wasn't super high in terms of like how well the, the conversation would flow. And it was at that point the best episode I'd ever, I'd ever had um, on the show, in my opinion. But at the end of it, I just said to her, I was like, look, all right, I'm not posting this episode until you have launched your first episode and I want to post it next week. <laughs> so you've got about a week to start your show because you know more about podcasting than what I do, about all the equipment. You're awesome. Your message is awesome. You know exactly what you want to share. And from that episode, I gained so much value and, um, and just felt fucking awesome. Like anyone who's listened to any of her episodes, you finish listening to her conversation and you just feel great. So, you know, she launched her show. And now I think I saw the other day, like she, I think I saw her online. Her podcast is going super well, but she's also started her own business Mm. that teaches courses and coaching and stuff like that. And I think, you know, what are we, eight months into the year and she's already surpassed, like, a a revenue of, like, $300,000 from her online business this year. So I think that, for me, is, like, something that I find super cool. And like I said, it's not I don't claim that I had anything to do with what she's done, but more so just, like, being able to kind of tell her my kind of story around, like, what I've found my biggest benefit – is is that i don't uh, i don't feel like failure or rejection yeah which i've talked about before i just don't f- i feel like i have no fear around whether something does well or doesn't do well i have no fear about what other people kind of think about the stuff i put out yeah. um, or being rejected when i ask for something or or like ask for help or reach out to a guest or whatever and so many people struggle with that i think in terms of they don't chase after what they're passionate about because they're worried about the outcome um, and again i feel like i may have said this on the show before but you know, my, my whole view on that is that if you if you're not doing something purely because of the fear of it failing or not turning out the way you want it to turn out, then that is already the reality. Yeah. So if I'm worried about starting a podcast because I'm worried no one will listen to it, then it can't be any worse than what it already is if I don't have a podcast anyway. So the 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 only outcome that can come out of that is good, really. Yeah. Um so she's awesome and I mean Recently, with Lenny, Lenny's episode, just the adversity he's been through, and and how incredible he's handled it, and his life now, and the people he's impacting, is awesome. But yeah, I almost feel bad like singling out anyone from the show because there's been so many amazing guests that um like literally I have not had one episode where I've kind of after it just gone fuck I don't know if I even really want to post that. Yeah. Um, so everyone there's been a pretty wide variety, and I feel as well that um. I got some advice early on and this is from someone super reputable within the the podcast industry. Um, So I'm not not saying anything bad against it, but their advice to me, which from a business standpoint, I I understand it, but he kind of said about a year or so in, again, um, going off the back of this story, I reached out to um, a guy who was doing super well in the industry, a big business guy and just offered him free training in return for him um, to kind of just critique my podcast um went back and forth it actually eventuated in the end so i ended up um having him on uh, sorry training him he fucking tore my podcast to shreds like just oh, really? in terms of like critiquing it which is exactly what i wanted but one of his biggest critiques or one of his biggest pieces of advice was to niche my podcast all the way down to one specific health fitness topic and go hard on that topic which i understand from a business perspective but i'm so glad i didn't do it because if i had done that i would my range of guests that i've been able to um network with and build relationships with would have been so small yeah in comparison to the people i've been able to meet and you know i love the fact that i can i've kept it open to the point where it doesn't have to just be about health and fitness obviously a lot of my episodes are based around either um you know personal development or 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 uh, health and fitness But having guests on Who are just incredible You know Even the other day The, the potential guest I spoke to you about Has yeah. nothing to fucking do With health and fitness But I just okay. know That people will love it So it's just It's been fun
1: um, And yeah It's just evolved a lot But very hard To pin it down to, to one specific guest Yeah Like imagine Imagine if Danny Kennedy Became the calories in Calories out guy And it's like Welcome Michael Arthur. What do you think about that And he's just like
0: Yeah I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Probably knocked me out. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think, like I said, from a business perspective, it makes a lot of sense. But yeah. Um, yeah. And it's the same advice
1: given now. Like, you know, people on the TikTok recommendation is to grow your platform quickly, niche as hard down yeah. into one topic, literally create the same video over mm-hmm. and over again, um, try new things every now and then. But like, and that's great if your goal is, Purely growth Yeah If you want to see real growth Do that But It's not always conducive To fantastic content Mm.
0: Um, And within my business I've done it Yeah In terms of My content for business And My target audience I have done that And it has been One of the reasons Why my business has grown to where it has now but with the podcast it's fucking awesome like i love the fact that i can be watching someone else's podcast or reading a book and at the end of it just go fuck i'm going to reach out to this person yeah. and try and get them on the show because what i've like they like they can offer value and i completely understand that there will be people that listen to the show that might open up the app podcast app one week and be like oh i have no interest in listening to this that's cool there'll be plenty of people that do but then you know the following week it might be something that they're super interested in but um yeah um it's it's super hard to, to pin it down to one um specific guest but there's just been so many that that have inspired me anyway yeah
1: what about guests that you're like desperate to run it back with like who would you love to get back in the the podcast chair
0: again there's there's a lot i've been fortunate to have a a, a number of uh, more so australian guests that have been able to have on multiple times which is really cool um a couple that kind of stand out for me um would be david melter um so he do you know david no nah, so david was the basically he, he had a net worth of, of over a hundred million dollars by the age of 30. he was the ceo of samsung when they released the first ever smartphone okay. um they made the movie um what's the movie called uh, Shit. uh jerry Maguire. really they made the movie about that was about him and his business partner um anyway so he he had all this money um, got way ahead of himself. His only value in life was money and the the market crashed and you know, one thing led to another, blah, blah, blah. So he went overnight from a net worth of over $100 million to the next day going bankrupt wow. due to all these reasons with um, certain bank loans and whatnot and not making payments and shit. Anyway, super inspiring story. Anyway, prior to that though, he'd already had a, he'd basically, his wife had sat him down and said like, look, you need to change your ways or I'm out. And so he, he completely changed his values in terms of, all right, I believe now that if I give give um, away, then then stuff will come back to me. I know I've got the skills to make money. Uh, I'm going to take my um, values more so on people, so my family, what I'm able to, to give in, in terms of value to other people, gratitude, all that type of stuff, but it was too late at that point. So he lost all his money. But then within a year, he had the skills and with his new qualities, he was able to bring his net worth back over, back yeah. up to – over a hundred million dollars within a few years and now like all his content is based around giving back and gratitude so david was awesome i was I, i had a strict 20 minute time period i had both of his like i had his manager and his producer on the zoom call as well basically saying like as soon as we get 20 minutes we're out yeah right um so that was an awesome episode but it was very um crammed so i would love to have him on again um Dr. John D. Martini was another one that I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed, and I feel like he's one of those people that you could just talk about one specific topic for an hour or two, and get so much value. But then there's so many other things you wish you could talk about. Yeah. Um, they're probably they're probably two that I that I I would love to have back on. But again, there's just there's just so many. Um, that that post, you know, after I released the episode, I had such good feedback that it'd be awesome to have them back on again. Yeah. Um. And I think there's a fair few that I will reach out to in another year or two's time that at the time they may, may have been working on a project or there might have been something that they were working on that I'd love to touch base check with. It. And yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I, having looked at some of the podcasts, it's like, oh, I'd love to check back in with them in, in a year Yeah, and see how they're doing. Definitely.
0: And I think as well, like, um, you know, India was a really good example. Like yeah. It, yeah, for sure. So someone, someone who may not exactly be, at the top of their industry at this at the time of when we recorded or maybe they were on their journey somewhere it'd be so cool to go back and and revisit some of that like even with this episode i was considering um obviously i haven't done it but i was considering doing like grabbing some snippets from like a bunch of different episodes and cramming them together and i still might put one of those little clips together yeah
1: i was um uh, like you you think of um uh, milestone episodes of Anything And they're always Flashback episodes Yeah And so I had thought the same thing On my holiday I was sitting on a beach Going Thinking about all these questions Yeah And I was thinking I wonder if he has any Like content from The beginning To Mm. to where it is And you can put some You know Something behind it Yeah Put a clip together I think that'd still be Really valuable
0: It was actually Just um, It's just popped in my head Now one, One person that I was able To network with Which is awesome This is in early Early stage And something else I want to talk about as well Is that obviously now I'm fortunate to have you know people like yourself and Martin and Amy and everyone who, who are helping out with the production of the show and um, that's purely because of the fact that it's the demand for video content and stuff is so high now and the production value has gone up so much over the years. But when I started, like some of the best content that I have from the podcast and some of the best guests I've had were recorded like sitting in a car yeah, or in a, in a lobby at a seminar where I've managed to grab 20 minutes with one of the guest speakers – and that's what I really liked about podcasting is the fact that I could have my laptop, uh, a USB mic, and we're good. I can get content that, as you said, as we were talking about before, this person who's listening to an episode from like 2017, it's like the best thing about podcasting is that it's evergreen content. Yeah. So obviously you evolve and get better over years with the way you you record the shows and your skills of communication and interviewing and stuff, but... There's episodes now where like something like Instagram, I'll put out a post and it may get really high engagement and people might really enjoy it. But next week, no one will see it yeah. unless you're creeping on someone and going through their profile. But yeah. with podcasts, like I'll get emails from people saying, "You know, this is the episode that I needed to hear," and it's from like 2018. Yeah, yeah,
1: which yeah, is I, cool. We tell we tell clients all the time, like start where you are, use what you have, mm-hmm. do what you can. Like those are the those are the things that you start with because. Yeah. You know, you you can like India. You can wait until you know absolutely everything. Yeah. Um. But the best play, the best time to start was yesterday. Yeah. Um. And don't be afraid that people are gonna like reach out to you and say like, oh, you know, I hated it because you weren't using rode procaster yeah, yeah, yeah. mics and like
0: literally, man, like my my microphone up until twelve months ago was a USB adapted mic hmm. that look like a fucking ufo mm. and i could just carry it in my backpack it'd be it'd be it was a shitty mic but it did the job and like even the day i like on that topic the day i started the podcast I'd, i think i'd listen to maybe grant cardone or gary v's podcast when i would just even found out about podcasts or what the hell they were yeah and i wanted to start one and it was like um one of them said you know don't wait till tomorrow to do something that could be done today yeah. so i just went on google um Went on Google, typed in how to start a podcast, and there was a step by step blog someone had written. I I followed each step and by the end of the day I'd submitted my show to iTunes. And um and that that was that. That was the first episode. And then from then there's been an episode every single every single week. But that like in terms of the quality of that episode was fucking horrendous. Like I used to sit in my apartment. The episode typed out in my notes and read it and try to make make it sound like it wasn't um being read and i remember one day there was an episode which literally went for six minutes right took me three hours to record (laughs) and the neighbors would have thought that uh, that i'm sure the cops were nearly called because i was fucking going off my nut in my bedroom because i would like get to the same spot that i stuffed up every time and i would like stuff it up again whereas now (laughs) i don't give a shit like so i could walk in now and yeah. I know, the fire alarm could go off and I'd probably still keep it in the, yeah. in the episode. Like I had an episode in Vegas where I'd, I'd forgot that I'd ordered um, cocktails and they brought them up to my room mid-episode and I was like, oh, I'll just bring them in. But, yeah, again, that's also just the um, development of not giving a fuck.
1: Yeah, it's the platform too. People um, enjoy the rawness yeah. of, of this style rather than, you know, that fully produced... Don't get me wrong. Audio production is the most important thing, but um, the fully produced written script, rah rah. rah. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you think this has had a big impact on um, your business? Like, do you think the podcast, or how much of an impact, sorry, yeah, how much of an impact do you think that this podcast has had on your business? Significant amount, in my opinion. Um,
0: It's funny, it's, it's, gradually becoming more of a, a direct impact but most of the the years up until this point has been a very indirect impact so you know and this is very typical of what my whole mindset is around marketing with my business it's like giving out free content as much as possible and giving away as much value as i can so that someone who consumes it consistently whether it's for a month whether it's for a year whether it's for 4 years until they decide they want help with something that I provide, that surely, uh, like most likely I'm going to be the person that they think of straight away. Um, So that's been one. I've always kind of tried my hardest to not be too pushy with salesy stuff on the podcast, even within my program. So, you know, sure, every now and then I'll I'll push something that I'm doing or whatever, but that's purely because I feel like I put in the work and given enough value to be able to ask for that. But I've also never kind of – I wanted to make sure that I didn't use the podcast to basically just – try and sell my yeah. programs and shit, which is why I think, you know, this that's the reason why I think I have actually been able to build more business from the podcast is because people feel like they can trust the fact that I'm not just here to try and take from them. Um, so it's helped a lot and then obviously the exposure as well and the fact that, you know, I had a look at my analytics the other day of the podcast and just to see how many countries the show's listened to in is – um. Awesome, and just countries that are just like fucking make makes no sense to me that, that someone in these yeah. countries are listening to him. What's um, the weirdest one, mate? I'll bring it up. We'll keep talking and I'll bring it up because I think it might have been like Madagascar or something like oh that. Wow. I think on it might have been their fucking on their trust their and uh, and England. all those
1: things. Use uh, use trust 20 to get uh 20% off, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But also, guys, um,
0: yeah if you want to listen to the rest of this episode, you have to purchase my one-on-one coaching.
1: <laughs> nah, But you know, you know, brands that do that, you know, like, and again, putting <laughs> certain exclusive content behind a paywall, I'm, I'm more than happy with, but when it yeah. becomes one big fucking
0: ad. Exactly. And even with the ads, you know, obviously, so I went to give you an idea. I, I f- I'm not hundred percent sure how many it was, but it was at least 250 episodes with zero ads. Yeah. Not one for me, not one for an uh, advertiser or anything. And there was definitely opportunity to put ads in from advertisers earlier on, but I wanted to make sure that um, my my audience knew that uh, this was not just to sell shit. Yeah. Um, and then even now, like if, it, if, I, if I have an advertiser that comes on, I'm pretty selective with who I say yes um, to in terms of who can advertise on the show because um, you know, I think about myself when I listen to someone's podcast and you hear an ad that has nothing to do with the um their yeah. host or their business, or even if there's just like fucking ad after ad after ad after ad after ad, after ad it's just like oh man, like oh, I clicked on this podcast to get value from what the topic was, not to hear yeah. I don't want advertisements to from everyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. wow. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: it's um, and it's a it's it's a crazy world. Like we obviously buy podcast ad space for clients and stuff like that, and and some yeah. of the media kits that come back, it's like how can you possibly be asking for $27,000 for an ad space, in like you're it's a great podcast, but I don't know that the returns going to be that good. Like, you've got to be really careful as person buying ad space, as, as also as the, the podcast host, to not sort of out price yourself if ads are something that you're looking for.
0: That's it. And like, you know, I'll, I'll tell everyone that's listening now, like, I can almost guarantee that your favorite podcast, with the exclusion of the big dogs like Rogan and, you know, Lewis House and stuff, a lot of the bigger podcasts aren't that big. No. So you look at the Apple charts, for example, right, and this is, you know, I was fortunate enough, I, I, I now have no real fucks to give about the, um, about the Apple charts on podcasts because I had a... And I used to. So my podcast, uh, there's a period there maybe 2019 where I was holding number one spot like consistently for a month or two and I, and I was so pumped about it and, it and like it meant a lot to me. Then I had a conference with someone from Apple Podcasts and they talked about what it's actually based off. So it's purely based off new mm-hmm. listeners. So yeah. if you have someone who starts their podcast today and 500 of their mates go and listen to it, that'll be number one on iTunes. Whereas... I've seen stats from some of the bigger podcasts that are consistently higher up in the ranks and the amount of downloads they're getting on an episode, which is fine. I don't, like, mine took so long to grow and my numbers are still nowhere near where I'd like them to be. But it's a very hard space to actually build huge numbers in in terms of downloads. So for someone advertising, like you said, some people are just taking the piss in terms of how much they're asking for. But that's that's what I talk about. Like, even at the moment, I'm, I'm you know, trying to suss out a few longer-term partnerships with some of the brands that I've worked with. Yeah. And you know, one of the first things I talk about in the conversation is like, I only want to do this if you're getting as much out of it as what I am. Hmm. If you're not getting any value out of me, out of you paying me to pr- promote your brand or yeah. your business on my podcast, then it needs to be a win-win. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't even know what the fuck point of that.
1: Yeah, it's um. Part was but anyway, this, this uh, I've just found. <laughs> fuck <laughs> my, my. Uh, Memory is so bad. So you you're one day you're one episode into a three episode I know, fuck I feel sorry for fucking the third guest today. All right, so
0: what do we got? Well the top top fifteen countries. Obviously Australia's number one, the US number two, New Zealand number three, the UK four, five is India. Nice. Six Italy, seven Pakistan, eight, Canada, nine, Saudi Arabia. 10 South Africa 11 Switzerland 12 Hong Kong 13 Norway 14 Indonesia and 15 the Netherlands but I saw the other day somewhere cuz you can click on like it shows you on the map like where people listen so regions. Iceland yeah, is, nice. is one Iceland some bizarre stuff but it's cool that's what I mean it's like it's it's so awesome to me that when I especially when I started I was like one of the things that was holding me back before I just kind of let go of all that shit was like, I don't know what I really have to offer someone. Like why would someone want to listen to this? Yeah. But then once I let go of that shit and knew that I there's stuff that I know that people would like to know, regardless of whether I know the most in the industry or not, it's yeah. like people want to hear as long as you're, you're, you know, more than the audience and you are the authority. So it was like, once I let go of that, it was kind of all good. But yeah, it's crazy to like, look at some of like, fucking columbia and stuff got a few cartel members yeah, I was tuning in which is good <laughs> <laughs> but yeah super interesting
1: let's say we're sitting here in um in 400 more episodes time mm-hmm. so fitness and lifestyle podcast 800th episode yep. who are some who are some scalps that you want to have uh, as guests One. Well, f-
0: very excited about a few guests coming up that I've
1: been on my list for a little while. Yeah, you should be really proud of some of those guests coming up. Like, they're crazy names. Yeah, man.
0: I'm really happy. Um, and, again, that that just, again, comes down to what I spoke about just asking without the the worry about whether they say no. And some of these have said no multiple, multiple, multiple times, and now it's now it's a yes. Yep. So it's just putting in the work with consistency on the show. But, I mean... Rogan is someone who I would love to get on. I don't know how realistic it is. Like, I'm all for setting big goals, but he barely does anyone's shows, so yep. I highly doubt that's going to happen. But you just never know. Um, I really want to get Tony Robbins on the show. Um, Lewis House is someone that I have listened to for a long time and have been close multiple times to getting him on, so I want to get that across the line and have Lewis on. Um, Jay Shetty is another one. Robin Sharma is someone that I just have taken so much value from his content, so I'd love to have him on. Um, i don't know man it's just it's just kind of something i want to make a bit more of an effort with is after having each guest on is really trying to getting them to to recommend someone or do an intro for someone within their industry or yeah, someone that nice. they think would be quite good to yeah. to try and get on because i mean i want to keep them quite broad with the guests um i'd love to try and get some more people on that are in like the neuroscience space yep stuff around like function of the brain and and a lot of stuff with um continuing on with personal development with like the whole quantum fear, like manifestation type stuff. Um, I've been close. I I thought I'd had to cross the line, but it's going to take a bit more work with Dr. Joe Dispenza. Um, So he'd be a good one. But yeah, but but in saying that anyone like I've had this, I don't know if I spoke to you about it, but I had a a bit of an idea a while back. I'd love to just, you know, ask people that I see on a semi-regular basis that, don't have any form of profile that i i just want to find out their story like there was a, a lady that i used to talk to um when i was working at msac um really feel really bad now i can't remember her name but she um she was one of the cleaners at msac and i saw her every day she was the nicest lady we'd always have a good conversation and after the, once i once i'd left msac though but i kind of thought to myself it'd be awesome to have people on who don't have any social media or any profile and just yeah. find out their story. Because I, I feel like everyone has a story, regardless yeah. of whether you're well-known, whether you're not, whether you've done X, Y, or Z. Like, everyone has their own story. Yeah, sure. Um, so, yeah, in terms of peop- guests that I want to get on, yes, I'd love to get some bigger-name guests on there, but also just anyone. Like, you'd, you'd be surprised at how valuable some people's stories can be, um, regardless of whether they're well-known or not.
1: Yeah. Uh, and, and with that, and to wrap things up, I think um – I think uh, something for the next year, a challenge. I reckon Paddy Pimblett would be the perfect guest in the next year.
0: Yes, Paddy would be unbelievable. And again, it's it's maybe a little far-fetched, but I'd love to get McGregor on. McGregor, he's a a good friend of mine, Rob, who's been on the show twice now. Um, He's from Dublin as well. And uh, he actually put up, it blew my mind the other day. I was so jealous. Um, he put up a photo the other day he, He'd partied with McGregor a few times in Dublin mm-hmm. And uh, he bumped into him the other day At Majorca And McGregor like Fucking rem- like, remembered who he was And they kind of fucking caught up Got a, got a photo, video McGregor was sharing all his uh, Rob stuff on his own profile And commenting on all Rob stuff and So nice. I mean I think that's the That's the key Is just kind of getting into certain yeah. networks and, and building relationships with people Who are, are comfortable in, in doing some intros And You never know. I mean, I never would have expected fucking a quarter, uh, half of the guests that I've had on to have been on the show so far. So who knows?
1: Well, mate, you should be very happy. 400 episodes in and um, it's flying. Um, Take a little bit of time to feel proud about this and um, not too long because you've got another episode straight after this. So congratulations, mate, and here's to 400 more.
0: Appreciate it. Thanks for coming on. And just one last time, thank you to everyone who has um, tuned in. Even if it's been one episode of the show, I do appreciate it. Um, and, yeah, you got plenty to look forward to because we've got some awesome guests coming up. So thank you, guys. Thanks, Kane. Appreciate it.